Welcome back, my beautiful little cripplings, to your favorite podcast about cryptids, the PCPS, the Paranatural Cryptid Preservation Society. Tonight, we're going to bring you the 11 spooky sleep disorders and the paranormal activity that is associated with said sleep disorders, like the night hag and the hat man. Now, we have previously spoken of the hat man touched on him briefly and and yes that came out the way it was meant to and um we associated him with the watchers if you haven't heard that podcast you should go back and listen to it because it's a really really good one right along with the shadow people so without further ado let me give you an explanation to sleep paralysis during rem sleep dream activity ramps up and the voluntary muscles of the body become immobile. This temporary paralysis keeps us from acting out our dreams and hurting ourselves. Sometimes, though, the paralysis persists even after the person wakes up. You know you're awake and you want to move, Klein says, but you just can't. Even worse, sleep paralysis often coincides with number seven on our list tonight, hallucinations. In one 1999 study published in the Journal of Sleep Research, 75% of college students who'd experienced sleep paralysis reported simultaneous hallucinations. And these hallucinations, when they occur with sleep paralysis, are no picnic. People commonly report sensing an evil presence, along with a feeling of being crushed or choked. That sensation has given sleep paralysis a place in folklore worldwide. Newfoundlanders known <clears throat> know it as the old hag. In China, it's the ghost pressing down on you. And in Mexico, it's known by the idiom, which I cannot pronounce <laughs> because I, I unfortunately do not speak fluent Spanish. I apologize for our wonderful Spanish and Mexican listeners and anyone else who speaks Spanish. Um, it uh, translates to the dead climb on top of you. Okay, so even today some researchers suspect that tales of alien abduction may be explained by episodes of sleep paralysis. So tonight, we're gonna delve into the night hag, or the old hag, who is considered to be a sleep paralysis demon that climbs up from the foot of your bed, over your body while you are paralyzed, and then sits herself on top of your chest to slowly suffocate you while there's nothing you can do about it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Scary. Yeah, and she is scary in her descriptions from how the people who have had unfortunate run-ins with the night hag. She is old, decrepit, ancient looking, maybe even looks a little dead. And her hair is gray and matted and hanging in her face and she's all crusty and she's got bad breath and she smells like death and it's just bad all the way around, so. See, now, I do have a question though because sometimes she's represented also as kind of this 
like young woman in white, mm-hmm. which I've also heard mention of. So, first of all, in terms of the night hag, we have to figure out where, like, where the whole thing came from, because, I mean, it's been around a long time, like, yeah, a long time. So, just to give everyone a little bit of perspective here, you've got what, 8 billion people in the world? Mm. Give or take. Give or take. And up to 50% of the entire global population has experienced sleep paralysis one way or another at some point in their life. Now, only like 2 or 3% of the global population get recurring events of this like where this is a common thing like this happens on a nightly every other night a couple times a week kind of basis and while there are different you know you've got the sleep paralysis you've got the night hag um, and a couple others that we'll get into like they found a link to that and PTSD. Mm-hmm. Which I found very interesting because it it, it seems to kind of well up from like some sort of trauma. Yeah. The hat man is also associated with a form of trauma too. So this it, they're they live up to their name of oh, yeah. being a demonic evil presence because According to um, some of the articles that I've read from firsthand accounts with the hat man, he will literally pull that trauma out of you and use it as a night terror. Right. Now, in, in terms of the night terrors, we see, we know them as nightmares. Mm-hmm. And nightmares of today are not exactly what they were two, three hundred years ago, in terms of the definition, at least. Right. Because the definition, from the, in regards to the definition, it actually stems from Old English and Proto-Germanic, which is Maron or Mara. It, that's where you get the mare from. So it's a night Mara, nightmare. Yeah. Now, back then. Still they only associated nightmares with sleep paralysis. Mm-hmm. Your bad twisted dreams didn't come from, well, they, those weren't necessarily nightmares, but they may have been caused by a quote unquote nightmare. Mm-hmm. The demon or the night hag, depending on which culture you're looking at. Yeah, and the night hag, or the old hag, is from Newfoundlanders. I hope I'm saying that correctly, because I got real bad southern mush mouth, y'all, sometimes. <laughs> you got so, it. <laughs> so when things come out, they don't exactly come out the way they're supposed to sound, so you're going to have to forgive my accent. <laughs> you're good, you're good. Now, that's Newfoundlanders. I'm going to get the hang of this word. Um, it's like a tongue twister to me. Uh <laughs> are the ones who talk about the old hag or the night hag. hag. And it's 100% attached to sleep paralysis. So 
she's she's just as evil in well in my my experience because I have had something akin to the night hag and we'll we'll get to that further down in the podcast here but um it says that the the night hag is also could be a fairy oh interesting mm-hmm. you, that that actually doesn't surprise me because me if you think about it like okay so newfoundland that's where i believe the vikings came across and mm-hmm. w- i think we all know they're the the first people that we know of that reached the americas right but they because you know of their longitude latitude i don't know which ones are uh, horizontal whichever one is horizontal because of their location on the planet (laughs) (laughs) going west means going to newfoundland not like south america right so or texas or texas for that matter go west young man (laughs) (laughs) so yeah um it, it would make sense that some of those scandinavian and um irish scottish cultural influences made their way over from there yeah yeah and the um first recorded mention of the hag in newfoundland was in 1890 and it appeared in the journal of american folklore Hmm. yeah and because they were studying you know sleep paralysis and the the paranormal aspects of it because let's be real here guys okay not everybody i know there's like mass hysteria right we have mass hysteria people are running and they don't know why they're running but they're running because something's dangerous right so they're just running right um then you have things like they're calling them sleep hallucinations okay where you're stuck in the sleep paralysis your brain ain't quite awake yet your body ain't moving yada 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 so your dreams become technically hallucinations because technically you're awake right right okay well or lucid dreaming would be another term for that right well riddle me this batman okay mm-hmm. as you stated earlier eight billion people give or take on the planet right mm-hmm how is it that so many people see the same thing see and i don't know the answer to that but i will say that based on earlier and when i say earlier i mean much 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 earlier writings back um, way back yeah we're talking like the kind of scrolls or books that were packed up with like Abraham and his family, you know, his family's book collection. This is kind of a and when I say Abraham, I mean like Abraham, like Father Abraham had many sons. Yeah. Mhm. So, this was a very popular book anywhere from 3000 to 5000 years ago. And um in that book it actually goes into a lot of detail about not only um the spirits of the dead but just bad evil spirits like yeah. that would latch on to people and we kind of see that with hauntings and stuff but like this is a known thing that's been going back to the dawn of time 
and these spirits, um, they would, they would almost be like an unborn child that like gets nutrients from the mother. It's mm-hmm. kind of, it's kind of like that where they're, they latch on and then like a, well, not to like use. a psychic vampire. Yeah. 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 So like that, the fact that these have been talked about over the millennia, like, you know, it, it's a very real thing. I mean, you can't discredit 50% of the global population. No, you really can't. <laughs> like, that's kind of irrefutable proof. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a collective. It's everybody's right. in some, and there was even one, which is kind of weird now in left field, and we're not really going to talk about him, but I, I'm going to have to mention him because he's like new to the sleep paralysis demon, you it's know? kind of a one-off. He's like, yeah, <laughs> he's kind of like a one-off. Not very many people have seen it, but you know, he's like new to the sleep paralysis demon scene, you know? He's just kind of like, hey, what's up? I'm new oh, here. Hey guys. I'm new to the party. like i think he applied for the wrong job is all i'm gonna say but the werewolf okay apparently people have seen a werewolf like creature as a sleep paralysis demon and now we've we've brought this up before but we've talked about tulpas in the past and how Mm -hmm. a tulpa is basically a spirit or entity brought to life by the belief of the individual right so what if because werewolves are just becoming an integrated part of cultural fiction books and you know research studies and all of this stuff what if it's just kind of a tulpa effect where it's just kind of invading our dreams because we've just become so accustomed to it. Like we put it out in the universe and then created it ourselves, like uh-huh. Slenderman. Exactly. I could see it. I could see it. <laughs> He's like, uh, did somebody call a werewolf? Because I got a, <laughs> I got a page. I, anybody remember pagers? I, I got, you- a, got a pager. could you imagine could you imagine like the sleep paralysis demons like meeting for coffee and stuff for work and they're all like around the coffee machine and then all of a sudden here comes a werewolf like hey guys i got the memo and they're like what memo i didn't get the memo i don't remember sending out any memo to you you're a cryptid you're supposed to be over there and like physical this is a dream realm my friend you don't belong here (laughs) took a rug journey (laughs) <laughs> I took a wrong journey. I should have turned right at that big rock, not left. <laughs> Don't this, you isn't, know? this isn't the uh, Cryptids Anonymous group? No? <laughs> Cryptids Dang Anonymous. it. I was really hoping for that bear claw. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> no, that, that werewolf comes out of left field, and there's really just like... Does. I just can't go on with the werewolf. I'm not saying that it doesn't happen, and I'm not trying to downplay the experience because I'm sure it's terrifying, but um, no. If you see a werewolf, it's on you. <laughs> That's right. Gosh darn it. If you, You've been listening to our podcast long enough. You should know by now how to get rid of, were- of werewolves, okay? <laughs> and how to, you know, don't whistle at night. Don't go out in the woods in the dark and whistle in the woods in the dark. You know, that's how you get a skinwalker. You should know this right. by now. But... No werewolves for you. Bad werewolf. Go back to the woods. You don't belong here in Dreamland. 
Now, in terms of the night hag, she's supposed to be this, like you said, this witch-like, witch-like wrinkled, withered old woman with long hair. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what gets me. She doesn't always just appear sitting on your chest. Oh, no. She'll start, like, down the hall. And you yeah. catch her out of your periphery. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's at your door, peeking around the corner. Yeah. And then all of a sudden she's at the foot of your bed. And you're <laughs> like, stop, stop moving closer. <laughs> stop. Red light, red light, not green light, not green light. <laughs> it's like that YouTube video. It's on, um, it's on this channel that does like horror shorts on YouTube. I can't remember the name of it. It's a great, great little oh. thing that um, I watched, but the, it was really, really good. Know. Okay, look, girl, look. I'm about to give you a little synopsis, okay? A little outline of how this went. It was a great video, short, maybe like three or four minutes long. But this woman is getting ready for bed, right? So she's walking around in her apartment, turning off all the lights. You know, like we do. We're sure. Don't waste electricity in this house. Just turn it off. My power bill's too high. So we walk around, we turn off all the lights, close all the doors, make sure everything's locked, all that stuff, right? So she's doing that. She gets down the hallway. She turns off the light in the hallway and she can see this like dark outline in the shape of a person at the other end of her hallway where she just came from. Mm -mm. So she turns the light back on and it's gone. She turns the light back off. It's it's there, but it's closer. Okay. Okay. Weeping angels much? It's pretty much like that, but with the 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 Any who fans out there, you're having a, a light switch rave at this point <laughs> in your bedroom. Go away! Damn, my light doesn't work anymore. Ah, so she's like, she's freaked out. She turns the light off, slams her bedroom door, locks it, gets under the covers, and leaves the lamp on next to her bed. Right? And she's just like, this is crazy, it's creepy, I can't do this. Well, then she she starts to calm down, she reaches over, she turns off her lamplight, and you can see it, like, perched, like, crazy on the edge of her bed, like, right next to her, and she can like feel it. Rink. So she, yeah, so she, like, turns, <laughs> she, like, turns around and turns her light back on, and then when she does, it's gotten so close, like, it's literally hanging over her, and she, like, pushes the sheet down, and there it is, like, in her face, like, and it kind of looks like Momo. I don't know if you did, you looked at the Momo challenge. Mm -hmm. Okay, well, do it. Just look at the picture. Don't do the actual challenge, but uh, it looks like Momo, and it's like right in her face, and then it eats her, and all the lights in the house go oh. off. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, it's like that. It's kind of like that, you know. Okay. Mhm. Mm yeah, I. Mm -mm. Nope. <laughs> nope. It's time to move. <laughs> Your brain's just taking a minute to process that. <laughs> my, my brain's like, no, see, like, that's not okay. Like, mm -mm. if I get even an inkling, like, the heebie-jeebies, hair on, standing on the edge, you know, stand, pins and needles, that kind of thing. Mm -mm. Lights stay on, and I stay up. That's, yeah. that's just how it goes. I, I don't stick around for that. I certainly don't turn the lights off. <laughs> we got night light, lights light in this here. house. <laughs> we use night lights in this house. You don't get past the night light, okay? <laughs> Ain't gonna happen. Not gonna happen today. So, I was also reading back to back to our old hag here. I was reading about the old hag, okay? Like mm -hmm. I do, and it, you know, Newfoundland. 
is home to so many different legends and fairy stories that is connected to the Irish vein that runs through the rock, as they put it. But uh, they have, you know, the Willow of the Wisp or Willow the Wisp. Mm-hmm. Same from Ireland, Scotland, around there. But she's more sinister and people don't speak about her openly. It's more like, girl, let me tell you, I, I had a really bad experience last night. What happened to you? Oh, no, I, I got hag ridden. Experience. <laughs> right? Like, well, <laughs> I love how they've turned it into a verb. Yeah. I got hagged last night. I got mm-hmm. hag ridden. Mm hmm. The hagging happened two nights ago. Can you right. believe it? <laughs> like, damn, I was hagged last night. I can't believe man. It sounds dirty. It does kind of sound dirty. But when you Not think about it, they have a hag back in like old England meant witch. Yeah. So now she's it, it goes with the whole thing of being like witch like and everything. And now, but. Here's what gets me, mm. okay? What? They say you can summon the hag by reciting the Lord's Prayer backwards. And how do kill, you? How would and, you do that, though? And kill her by sleeping on their backs with knives or boards with upright nails against their chest designed to stab her when she sits on them. I think it's a little extreme. It's a, it's a little extreme. Just a little bit extreme there. Well, I mean, when there's this little old lady sitting on your chest who smells like death and she's trying to suffocate you, I mean, I guess it's not that extreme. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> Valid. I I don't think I I would build a, a bed of nails, but, you mm-hmm. know, to each their own. Right. Do you know that you can use the old hag as a curse? I have. I've heard that. That's... Because send it after people. Yeah, see, that's scary. (laughs) (laughs) I have learned something new today to put in my arsenal. You cannot sleep. I will come for you. Or I'll send the old hag. Because, yeah, she's scary all in her own right. So then, okay, so we talk about the, the old hag and how she's like, she doesn't look good, she smells like death. She tries to suffocate you. She can be used as a curse. Now let's talk about the scariest old hag syndrome stories. Now these are firsthand accounts from people and their significant others who were witness to the old hag doing something to their partner while they were trying to sleep. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. You have at it. Go, girl. All right. Good thing. So let's see. I'm going to pick Evil Generates from her. Okay. I am 42 and first had a nightmare about a terrifying witch at the age of 16. She kneels on my chest and stares into my face, slowly getting nearer and nearer. I am completely terrified. She wears a black cloak and a hood. Her face is like a witch and evil generates from her, surrounding me from her. Other times, I can be lying on my stomach and she will creep her hand up the back of my head, down my face, 
and hook her fingers under my top teeth and pull my head back. Other times, she will bite, sit on the bed, knock the door, call my name, and generally scare the crap out of me. How can anyone explain this? Oh, my teeth itch. You know what you know what I'm talking about? Like when you're like <laughs> when you like chew on yarn or something. Oh, makes teeth itch when you hooked. Why? Why the teeth? Right? Why do they always go for the teeth? I don't understand. <laughs> yeah, that's that one really kind of got me because like okay, so it's sitting on your chest. You can explain some of that away to sleep paralysis and sleep mm-hmm. paralysis and stuff like that, but. I mean, when you're sleeping on your stomach and something reaches up over your head and pulls your head back by your teeth. Hooks you like a fish. Right? (laughs) Hooks you you like a bass. That's a little harder to to explain away to sleep paralysis. (laughs) (laughs) Look, Mom, look what I caught. (laughs) She's pulling out her her latest iPhone, taking a picture. Ah, look what I got. Oh, oh, my brain. I love my brain. Okay, here's here's another one for you. And this one is kind of familiar because it goes with the black-eyed children. It's called the black-eyed hag. It happened for the first time when I was 14. I couldn't move. Didn't understand what it was. My most prominent time having to experience sleep paralysis was last year while I was lying in bed. I fell asleep pretty quick but then woke up with the pressure of a hand on my right shoulder. When I could turn around, I saw the old hag. She had long, craggy gray hair, a pale greenish face, a long nose, and creepiest of all, her eyes were all black. She smiled at me and then took off. And that's when I snapped out of the paralysis. See, not okay. Why does everything have to have black eyes? Not okay. Don't let it in. If it knocks, say no one's home. (laughs) When it says she like scampered off kind of thing, like I just expect her to like jump down on like on all fours and just crawl across the floor and just like nightmares, nightmare fuel. Up the wall and into the darkest corner of your room. Right? All the way up, Ooh, like one of those nasty spiders. Ooh. Oh, that doesn't, it doesn't feel good. That's no thank you. I'm creeping my own self out, man. I annoy myself. I can't believe I'm tired. I'm going to be mad at myself about that later. I just know it. I can now, feel it. This one is a, was witnessed by two parties. It's titled, my wife and I both saw her. I have had various experiences with sleep paralysis. I've seen my bed cover, my bed covers pushed down onto my face, unable to move or shout. A female voice has hissed in my ear, uh, bringing feelings of terror. Once I saw the old woman looking at me through my bed covers. She was gray and had a menacing grin. I started hitting the covers where the misty gray face was staring from. My wife woke up at this point and screamed, saying she saw the woman's face, too. I think there's more to it than just the scientific explanation. I think it's part physical and part supernatural. 
I think our brains pick up a more expansive signal when we are between sleep and the, an awake state. Which brings up a good point about brain signals and how our brains perceive the world. I agree with you, but I'm also thinking, okay, now that we look at it and we're, and we're reading these personal accounts, mm-hmm. you know how you can do astral projection? Sure. Okay, hear me out. It was a little crazy. It's a little in left field. I'm chasing butterflies, but just hear me out. What if during sleep paralysis, you were in between dimensions? Hmm. Right? And you're seeing creatures or humanoids from that dimension in your sleep paralysis. Hence why more people, 50%, can see the same thing. I'm not saying it's like a shared hallucination. I'm just saying like, you know how it takes like a certain, and this is going off of all theories, guys, so you're just going to have to bear with me. Like it takes a certain amount of energy to be able to bring something with you like you can give energy like like manifest right and then you've got like the psychic vampires who feed off of you know the energy that you create yourself being alive and moving and all that stuff right sure so what if they latch on to you during that rem state while you're caught in between can't move you're still paralyzed because your body shut down so that you don't act out your dreams and stuff but you're wide awake at the same time your brain's not catching up and you're stuck in between dimensions or in between worlds for lack of a better word and you're giving them just enough of that energy so that they're latched onto you and your partner or anyone you're sharing a room with will also be able to to witness it that could be like you're giving that's definitely it, more plausible i feel like that's something that could happen and that like would explain why this paranormal aspect to sleep paralysis and seeing these sleep paralysis demons and how you can share that with someone like being in the same room with someone they can see the same thing that you're seeing so like it's not a hallucination it's like it's an a actual manifestation right okay and see uh, now taking it a step further so okay we all know that when you go to sleep your brain shifts um frequencies Frequencies? yeah Yeah, your brain shifts and drops down to like the theta levels and all of that so it's just how we work but it science has found that we're our brains are not actually shutting off it's simply accessing a different portion of the brain that is usually inactive while we're awake mm-hmm. so what if by shifting shifting um, frequencies and those signals it's like we are transporting our consciousness to these other realms these dream states but in that process um, we have to pass through an area that's not uninhabited shall Mm -hmm. we say no and while normally it's a quick transition between the awake and the asleep Mm -hmm. you know a brief moment is not enough time for them to latch on but if you get stuck in that in that sleep paralysis state then you're stuck in their domain 
Agreed. Kind I would have like, to agree with you. Kind of like when a person, you know, finds the end of their life, they go to pass on, but if they get stuck in that in between, then they become trapped as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Kind of a similar thing where normally our brains would shift to another reality, consciousness, dimension, what have you. But in that brief moment where you switch between that world, that realm, may be inhabited by the old hag, monsters, all of that. Yeah. Because exactly. when you do go to sleep, your brain waves go down, like reduce down to a much lower frequency. And I know we've talked about it on previous podcasts where, you know, those lower frequencies are potentially inhabited by other beings that may not be quite so friendly. And evil. evil yes. There are evil frequencies, guys. I just there. recently learned this. Like, it's a thing. It's a thing. Like, those seven hertz and two hertz, don't listen to them. Don't listen to those frequencies. There are evil frequencies, and they drag you down. So instead of projecting yourself up into, like, you know, light and rainbows and unicorn skittle poop, you're going down <laughs> into the badness. Don't do it. Don't fall right. for the tricks. It's not now, good for your brain pan. Keep in mind that some of those, you know, help you sleep meditation mm -hmm. videos and stuff that you find on YouTube, those, while yes, they do lower your frequency into those dreamlike states. I mean, um, most people have heard of binaural beats, which accomplishes the same thing. But just keep in mind that when you do that, you are technically, like you're, technically awake you're still awake and that kind of goes into what we were just talking about in that transition of realms where you're forcing your brain to access a certain realm and when you do that that could unlock bad 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 beings. juju it bad could juju. unlock the bad juju the one that you're trying to get rid of, all the negative energies so you can have a positive life and stuff, it's like you're feeding it. You're giving it more. And, right. and that's just the opposite of what we're trying to do here. And you can kind of attest to that a little bit. Like, I can. You felt that in your own life. Well, I have. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> not going recently. into any details, but yeah. Yeah, it's not fun. It's, it's not a good time. It's not a good time. And speaking of that, we're going to go into the top 11 spooky sleep disorders and the personal experiences that Kellick and I have had in our own lives. So I'm just going to briefly go over these and instead of going through each paragraph because it's, uh, it's a lot. But There's a few of them, yeah. Yeah, we will, you know, as always, post the links to our research and the things and articles that we have found on our Discord. If you're not a part of it, boo-hoo for you. Um, so, yeah. So, we have the Sleeping Beauty Syndrome, which it affects mostly teenage boys. It's weird. It's by getting too much sleep. It's, a, it's akin to excessive amounts of sleep and it's called the klein levin syndrome kls and it's a rare neurological disorder and it's linked to excessive amounts of sleep and it contributes to spacey behaviors and demeanor and confusion so and they call it the 
sleeping beauty syndrome. Then we have nightmare disorder. Some of us experience nightmare disorder. (laughs) So it's basically a combination of stress and sleep deprivation that triggers nightmares. And I mean, some of it also comes from like bad side effects of medication that you're taking. And um, in severe cases, there's counseling or sedative drugs might be necessary to soothe the anxiety underlining the bad dreams. So some of us, excuse me, I'm so sorry, Mike, I'm talking with my hands and I just hit you. It's okay. Shh. Okay, so some of us have to go through the really bad <gasps> nightmares. Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh, oh God. Hold what? Huh? What happened? To- totally unrelated. I, I apologize <laughs> for interjecting. Um, but Dylan made a good point in chat here. Okay. The different brain ra- brainwave frequencies broadcast into another time space and transport between those time spaces takes longer for the frequency waves to bridge through well the verbiage that he used made me think okay brain waves you know frequencies wait a minute what if your brain waves are the rainbow bridge oh god like a beacon well think about it okay so brain waves they're frequencies light is isn't light a frequency like doesn't light waves aren't light waves light waves frequencies light waves sounds they're all operating on different frequencies and we've heard the the term light bodies before we've Mm -hmm. we've got um the chakra system and what are those chakras it's a rainbow it is It's, it's a rainbow bridge going up and out of your head. That's... Okay, no. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> okay, I've said my piece. Dang you, Dylan! <laughs> Dang you, Calic! It's all connected. Stop! I see it. I see Stop. the puzzle. I see the strings. <laughs> Stop it! Stop faking my noodle. I'm trying to go through all of these spooky freaking sleep disorders and y'all are just over here like rainbow bridge from our brains gray matter yay <laughs> stop it all right anywho i didn't mean to interject there but i just had to get that off my off my chest before it went away i've got like a, a 10 to 15 second window where the thought comes and then the thought's gone and when it's gone yeah. it's gone for good it's gone forever so. you're welcome squirrel brain Oh, look, it's a shiny. Oh, bye, shiny. What were we doing? Squirrel. That's that's right. Okay. The other one's sleepwalking. We're going into the sleepwalking now. You're coming with me. Come on. (laughs) Okay. Up to 15% of adults occasionally get up and amble around the house in their sleep. And children, the number is even higher. And no one knows what makes some sleepers wonder. But stress and disturbed sleep are often factors. So is genetics. So Does if that you have clothes that if you're sleepwalking and stuff, are you like a marionette puppet that uh, the beings from the other realm are like controlling? Look here. Like I mean it's a possibility. Okay. 
They're like, I'm, doo -doo 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 -doo. I'm gonna walk this person to the refrigerator. <laughs> oh, look, what's that? Milk. <laughs> and they're Humans like playing. Drink milk? They're like up above, like the ceiling with the strings. <laughs> they're like plonking our little bodies like over to the refrigerator. And... <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's a possibility. I'm not ruling anything out. I'm not ruling Sorry. anything else. I'm having so. too much fun here. <laughs> no, this is great. <laughs> now, this next one is called exploding head syndrome. Nothing good sounds no. like that. Nothing good can come of that. No, nothing. It's it's not what it implies, though, okay? So exploding head syndrome doesn't actually involve detonating domes, okay? Uh, this creatively named disorder occurs during the onset of deep sleep when the person is suddenly startled awake by a sharp, loud noise. And those noises range from cymbals crashing to explosives going off. So, it's not painful and there's no danger. It's just like all of a sudden you hear this really loud, like, boom, while you're trying to sleep and <laughs> startle yourself awake, you know what I mean? See, when I first read that, like, my immediate reaction to the title was exploding head syndrome. Oh, I've had dreams like that. And then they were like, Oh no, it's just loud noises that you hear. I was like, oh, loud noises. I'm like, okay, that's not the same thing then. I actually had dreams of exploding heads. That's different. <laughs> loud <laughs> so noises. We're not talking about the same thing. No. I have terrifying dreams of head exploding, and they have <laughs> dreams of exploding sounds. We are <laughs> yes. not the same. We are not the same, okay? That is, <laughs> it's, it's literal for me exploding head <laughs> so then we have sleep hallucinations or sleepy hallucinations which you know that's pretty much self-explanatory but it's when strange things in our dreams occur during the transition from wakefulness to sleep so see i used to have yeah. conversations in my sleep where like i would it would be as i'm like falling asleep and then I would just start talking and I would say something that quite literally made no sense whatsoever in any way shape or form mm -hmm. and then the other person would be like what and they would try to have me explain what I I'm trying to say mm -hmm. well I'm mostly asleep and so my brain gets confused of well what did I just say I don't remember what I just said <laughs> <laughs> and then my brain goes, well, I have to think about it. And then, like, I start thinking about other things and talking about the other things. And none of it makes any sense whatsoever. And then I just get frustrated and eventually fall asleep. That's one way to fall asleep. Now, I have, I have not experienced that since I was probably my in my early 20s. Well, but... this... This particular one is most common with in people with narcolepsy. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay, and then we have night terrors. I I have been a victim to night terrors. They're not fun. You get locked in and you can't wake yourself up to get out of the night terror. So, yeah. It's uh it's not uh, it's not a fun time for anyone involved ever. No. <laughs> it says uh unlike nightmares which arise during REM sleep, night terrors happen during non-REM sleep, usually early in the night, 
they're most common in children. And the person in the midst of a terror may suddenly sit upright, open eyes, <laughs> though they aren't actually taking in the sights. The person often yells or screams and can't be awakened or comforted. God, that's it's, terrifying. It is terrifying. It's not fun. It's not fun. Sometimes if, when you do actually escape one, you do not sleep. You do not go back to sleep. Sometimes for days. Just I can't do it. I can't say I've ever experienced that one. Yeah, it's not fun. Not I mean, fun don't get me wrong. I've had my share, my fair share of nightmares. Like, I, I say that when I was really young, I, I had night terrors almost every night. But really they weren't necessarily night terrors based on this description because this just sounds utterly disturbing like i would just have nightmares that you know a giant octopus was in the hallway or you know and then i would think well how quickly can i get to my sister's room can i cross the hall without being grabbed by a tentacle and this is what my childlike six-year-old brain is thinking like how do I get to the other side of the house where it's safe with my sisters and me not die in the hallway like that's where that was where my level of freak out was, that's was like, a... every night to the point where my parents actually switched the lock on my door and put it on the outside wow yeah to keep me from running into my sister's room every single night. That's like a weird, spooky version of Ninja Warrior. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, man. I was like a stealthy ninja at night. I, like, I would book it to my sister's room every single night, and I would sleep in there. And she slept at an angle. She had a nice double bed, and she slept at an angle. And I would sleep right next to her on the same angle just to be because i knew it was safe ninja warrior so, ninja warrior ninja warrior kellick <laughs> age nine <laughs> six six age six my bad she was a widow one okay then we have sleep paralysis which we have already covered and then rem behavior disorder if sleep paralysis is an example of too much immobility, so-called REM behavior disorder is an example of too little. Sometimes the brain doesn't properly signal the body to stay still during REM sleep. So what happens, people act out their dreams. So they may yell, thrash, punch, and kick, and even get out of bed and run around. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, there's it even like violent outbursts too. It makes me think of that one dog that there was a viral video years ago where this dog was laying quietly in his bed and then like he starts twitching, you know, like dogs do. And then he starts running and running faster on his side, on the floor, completely asleep. And then he jumps up while in the middle of sleeping, jumps up and runs headlong right into the side of the wall. And oh just goodness. like wakes himself up and he looks back at the camera and he's like, oh, geez, man. <laughs> the squirrel got away. Like <laughs> full on. He just he literally got up and ran in his sleep. And that was a dog. Like, I wonder if animals have the, the night hag visit them. 
It's probably like a really bad Chawini. <laughs> I'm just saying. Have you met a Chawini? <laughs> or it's like one of those dogs that look like the big mops. Yeah. I mean, I he, could see it. He was all gray and had these long hanging fur and just like this crazy look in its eye. It went over my favorite chew toy. Oh no, not the chew toy. Not my hidden <laughs> snacks under my dog bed. No. <laughs> oh my. Oh, good lord. Okay. Then we have nocturnal eating disorder. Basically, you eat while you sleep it. Yeah, that one. I, I feel like that one's actually more common for people. Yeah. It's uh the disorder is poorly understood, but like sleepwalking, it occurs during non-REM sleep. Drugs that increase dopamine, a neurotransmitter associated with reward and pleasure, can help stop the unconscious nighttime snacking, some doctors say. Huh. And people eat things like <laughs> raw ingredients like whole sticks of butter. Oh my gosh. Put the butter down. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> I can't believe it's not butter. <laughs> now, this last one that we have here, I'm going to go ahead and give you a trigger warning on this one, and it's not safe for work. So if you need to take a minute, I'll give you a minute to go ahead and, you know, mosey off for about 10 or 15 seconds. You gone? You good? <laughs> I told you to leave. It's not safe for work or children. <laughs> Did you go? I think okay. they're gone. They're gone. It's a sexomania. This one or was like a sexomnia. I had no idea this was even a thing. Yeah. It's a stranger than sleeping. It's sleep sex. Yeah. Just yeah. the sheer logistics of that sound complicated. It is. Okay, so it was first described in a 1996 case study of seven individuals. Sleep sex can range from annoying, loud sexual moans to dangerous, self-injurious, um, downstairs fun, and um, to criminal. We already know what criminal means. We don't have to go into that. So in at least five controversial cases, men have been acquitted of certain things by arguing that they were asleep during the attack. So most research on this disorder have involved small case studies. The largest study, an internet survey of 219 people who said they were experienced this disorder is limited because it relied on self-reports. Even so, that study, which was published in 2007 in the journal Social Psychiatry and Psychiatric Epidemiology, suggested that sleep dep deprivation, stress, alcohol, drugs, and physical contact with a bed partner play a role. But no one knows why some people respond to these triggers with sexual behavior. That's, that's crazy. Yeah. That, that, sleep is such a weird thing. Have you ever nah. really sat down and thought about sleep? Like, what is sleep? Like, it's, You can come are, back now, by the way. Come on back now. <laughs> come on back. It's safe now. You can come back. So, when you sleep, you are literally, like, 
the time between you, like, do you remember ever falling asleep? Like, you're just shut down, like, on a charger. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. a phone. Yeah. Just, just, like. Power off. Right? Like. Some people do, anyways. The lucky ones. We're flesh machines. Flesh machines. <laughs> That's one we're, way to put it. We're like literally flesh automatons remotely piloted. Yeah. It, it's crazy. Like. It is. It is. What if. Okay. What if. Go with me here at this. Okay. You, I'm listening. You go to sleep, right? Mm-hmm. You're shut down. Right. And the person who was playing, quote, quote unquote, playing you. Um, walks away from the controller and mm-hmm. your uh, sleepwalking and sleep sleep eating and all of that stuff mm-hmm. is actually caused by the little brother who gets on the controller after you've left the room no. and it's like <laughs> I'm going to make his character fat or I'm going to make his character like eat a bunch of chocolate and feel sick in the morning <laughs> spaz out and then the person gets back to the controller in the morning and they're like, what the heck, man? My character's all messed up. What'd you do? <laughs> Have you ever played The Sims? Uh, a long time ago, yeah. I love The Sims. I still play The Sims, but I don't play it on my laptop. I play it on my PS4, okay? And in The Sims, this is, I'm telling myself right now, um, <laughs> you can create like a basement and then you can have a party in the basement, right? So everybody will come down to the party and you can invite as many guests as you want. And then they'll come down for the party and stuff and then you can brick them in. Huh. All of them. Brick them in. You can do the same thing to a pool. You can invite them over to swim in the pool and then remove the ladder so they can't get out so they eventually tire and drown. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So in the basement, they start, they start like dying and like vomiting all over each other. This is bad, y'all. I'm not gonna go into all the graphics on that. So it just gets real bad to the point to where they just starve to death and they just die. And then you have all of these ghosts that haunt your your little house, your little mansion. Oh my gosh! Bad spirits of the Sims that you medicated in your, in your basement. <laughs> I feel like sometimes I do feel like we're on the Sims, and the universe has just kind of lost the controller under the couch, and they just. It, it kind of coincides with the whole simulation theory. Mm-hmm. So, and that goes along with, like, the back rooms, alternate dimensions. Yeah. Um, the spiritual world, the natural world, like, all of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It kind of make you think. It does make you think. And this one, okay, this is the last one of the top spooky sleep disorders. Okay, the absolute last one, I promise. And this one is not graphic. Okay. Uh, I myself personally suffer from this one. Um, insomnia. Mm-hmm. Those of you who don't know what insomnia is, it means you cannot sleep no matter what you do, no matter how active you are, no matter like how much cherry juice you drink. That natural melatonin, it just ain't melatonin it. Okay, the math ain't mathin'. <laughs> it's not shutting down your brain. Your brain's too active and you're just like, I can't, I can't fall asleep. Or you just fall asleep for certain increments. Like for me, it's a good night if I get about four hours of sleep. Okay. So with insomnia, it's the inability to fall asleep or to stay asleep and can cause irritability and lack of concentration during the day. Hello, ADHD. Hi, how are you? We go hand <laughs> in hand. 
Um, and uh, the long-term sleep deprivation can be downright dangerous. That's where these sleepy hallucinations start to play in because I don't know if anybody else knows this. Um, by day three of no sleep, you do indeed start to hallucinate. There are actually uh, First Nation cultures that um, kind of embrace that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, this was, of course, a long time ago, but they would, like, the, the young men would go out into the wilderness and would sleep deprive themselves uh, intentionally to uh, invoke the spirit realm and in, like, gain access to visions and uh, spirits and guidance and all of that. Or you could be like me and get into day three of no sleep and then you start seeing like dead bodies on fire that are melting the asphalt as they're crawling their way across the street to you it's not fun oh yeah that's (laughs) it's terrifying it's horrible zero stars do not recommend don't do it (laughs) like you have control over it i'm talking like you have control over it but you really don't so yeah, if I don't have uh, sleep pills, I don't sleep. I don't sleep. It's done. I don't know yeah. why. See, I I actually go to sleep without any problems almost all the time. Oh, I, I, there's, you do? There's times when I don't. But I will say that once I'm asleep, oh man, I am a psychonaut all the way. I explore so many vivid different worlds. It's incredible. And then oh, I wake nice up and you. can't remember any of them. How good for you. Must be nice. <laughs> Must be so nice to be able to just lay down and just boop, fall asleep. No problems. But listen. Listen here. <laughs> listen, Linda. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just my, saying. It was so, oh, so nice for you. Okay. My sleep time is a nutty, wacky place. And when I do remember my dreams, whew, oh man, I, I can't even go into them. It, it's, they are crazy. Oh, how great for you. <clears throat> so, I don't know which one I would prefer. <laughs> we can all collectively hate Kellick for being able to fall asleep in sleep, okay? <laughs> all of us together. One, two, three. Listen. Boo for you, okay? Listen, one of- <laughs> One of those uh, sleep disorders was narcolepsy, right? Yeah. Sleep hallucinations. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I have actually fallen asleep in the frozen food section of Kroger. (laughs) I kid you not, it has happened. This hungry man looks really... (laughs) No, 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 no. See, it was more so... It was like 12.30 in the morning. I'm walking through uh, Kroger, through the frozen food section, and I was so exhausted. This is when I was working two full-time jobs at at that point. And I was walking along, and I was like, man, this frozen food section feels really good. I'm really hot. It feels really nice. And then I made the mistake of kneeling down and touching the floor. I was like, oh, the floor feels incredible. And I just literally (laughs) laid down 
on the floor of Kroger and fell asleep. Oh my God. I had a Kroger employee kind of nudge me with his foot and go, hey, hey, are you, are you all right? Oh and I woke God. up, I was like, oh, yeah, I am so sorry. <laughs> you just got comfortable. That just hungry man is up. now a pillow. <laughs> I just, give me a frozen bag of beans as a pillow <laughs> and I am good to go. I'm sorry, I was just taking time to personally get to know and snuggle my frozen meatloaf. <laughs> I mean, so I kind of have the opposite problem. I can sleep anywhere. Oh, my God. I can't. I cannot. Not for the life of me. Not ever. Yeah. Not ever. It's just we're we're on, like, the two opposite ends of the spectrum. <laughs> we really are. How nice for you to just my be body able to just craves sleep and, you know goes into this i'll sleep anywhere i can to you where you're just like on day three having waking <laughs> hallucinations because like your brain can't shut down speaking in tongues <laughs> i can see all of the universe i am darn diddly <laughs> <laughs> I have solved all the world's crime. <laughs> I don't need sleep. I need answers. <laughs> Listen, I, I have had, in terms of sleep paralysis, I have only had one instance where, like, I actually had the paralysis. And I did not have any visitors, any night beings join mm -hmm. me. Um, of course, my eyes were closed, and so I couldn't technically see. Uh, instead, I was frozen in my bed. I couldn't move my body. I couldn't, for the life of me, open my eyelids. I wanted to, but it was more just that sense of panic of, I can't move. I can't control my body. Something is not right here. And then I eventually drifted off to sleep and it went away. So that one was kind of pretty uneventful. But I have had others. And those other ones were a lot more interesting. But they didn't involve sleep paralysis. Like, I woke up and I saw what I saw. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say about that. What'd you see? <laughs> Well, uh, the first time I was, I think, around 15 years old. And also, mind you, this um, sleep paralysis and the seeing of entities in your room typically happens with younger people. And they, they, might, they kind of associate that with, you know, the stresses of school and education and, you know, puberty and all of that stuff. But for whatever reason, teenagers tend to experience it the most often. But I was about 15 and I kind of, I was in that point between awake and asleep where you kind of roll over, you shift position, and then you drift back off to sleep. Well, I rolled over onto my back from my side 
and my eyes cracked open and there were two yellow eyeballs looking right back at me and they were maybe six inches from my face it was like face to face with yellow glowing eyes and in that oh crap moment of i'm not asleep anymore i'm awake like my eyes flew open and i saw the rest of it and it was this black winged figure that was laying prone on like facing down but not on top of me like floating parallel above me so it was planking yes with right, gotcha. with outstretched wings on both sides and then when i had that oh crap moment of what the heck is are these golden eyes looking back at me in this giant winged figure it shoves its hand down towards my stomach and my stomach immediately went completely numb and my entire body convulsed into the fetal position and then it was gone just in that moment it vanished that's terrifying now given my religious background i was not necessarily afraid or scared i was more angry because i did not give that entity permission to touch me physically harm me and it crossed a line and i got really 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 mad and i started yelling and like i turned on the light and started yelling and screaming at it and my parents came in like this is probably two three in the morning and they come running upstairs and come into my bedroom and they're like are you okay and i'm like no i'm not okay and like i just totally told them everything that transpired and they were like oh hell no and they like with me they just kind of stood against whatever this evil was and until we all basically felt better and we went back to bed but yeah i i don't mean to diminish what you went through because that was terrifying but my brain took it to darkwing duck let's get dangerous you know, do you remember darkwing duck oh yeah yeah that's I am weird. the terror that flaps in the night. <laughs> the night. <laughs> I am Darkwing Duck. <laughs> oh, man, are we telling our ages right now? Wow. Holy crap balls. So sorry about that. But that's that's where I went with that. I was like, y'all are getting dangerous open, y'all. Mm -hmm. I have one story about about that, something, something similar. Um I was experiencing sleep paralysis during a night terror and my eyes were wide open but there was nothing that I could do obviously because you know sleep paralysis and I was seeing what to me appeared as the hat man okay and he was having a field day standing at the foot of my bed trying to have a conversation with me. <clears throat> And I guess at some point, it was like maybe 10, 15 minutes of me just struggling to get out of this sleep paralysis, I started swinging. And that's just, 
Well, I don't have a flight instinct. I got a fight instinct. <laughs> okay. There is no dough in this, in this girl. Okay. I don't have dough. I don't have flight instincts. I'm all about, you have pissed me off. And now I am in fear for myself because you're scaring the crap out of me and I don't like to be scared. So I'm going to give you these pity pets. Right. Right. Right in the face hole. My, my hands are rated E for everybody. And unfortunately, <laughs> that everybody was my husband who was asleep oh, next no. to me. And I was still in this waking dream, lucid dream, what have you, stuck in, in between dimensions, however you want to put it, with this hat man. And we were going to go at it. We were going to brawl in my bedroom. And of course, me thrashing around and throwing punches and hitting my poor my poor husband who is like you he can hit the pillow and he is out done all night okay um rude awakening fist to the side of the head he wakes up and guess what he sees the same thing standing at the foot of our bed the same thing that i am going to like launch myself at <laughs> like a flying spider monkey i was gonna go for it claws out bitches claws out they were out and my husband said uh-uh and in his brain i'm not sure if he was computing it the same way i was but maybe he he see he still describes it as a demonic presence himself and he literally yanked my ass out of air just whoop, yanked me back into the bed and went to swing it with this hat man That's that was stayed yeah so talking about having like similar experiences where your partner or the person who is sharing a room with you gets sucked into the same thing that you're in mm -hmm. i totally believe it 100 percent. been there witnessed it myself and it's he, like a sinking of frequencies like right and he, brain waves sink yeah and he had wounds like, you know how you can get, like, wounds on your fist from punching the bruising oh, yeah. and the scrape? He had them on both of his fists. Oh, dang. And, of course, you know, you're trying to rationalize, you know, later when you're both awake and you're like, oh, my God, what just happened? And you're trying to rationalize, like, okay, you know, maybe we, we shared a hallucination or maybe this was something that, you know, shadows or whatever or what have you. But, and you go to punch in and you're punching at the door, or you're punching at the wall or the, the footboard on your bed or whatever, right? There was none of that. There was no like holes in the wall. There was no paint scrapes off the wall because there, we had a wall that was an accent wall and it was painted purple. So, you know, there was like, and it was latex. And you know, if you, you scratch latex with anything and it peels off of your, your walls, you know, that sure. latex paint. Oh yeah. So it just, and it was glossy, never going to paint anything in glossy latex paint ever again, because it's horrible. But, um, anybody else, y'all do you, it's just not for me. And, uh, so there was like nothing there, like nothing, no explanation for why he would have that bruising on him and why, you know, our room was like wrecked afterwards, just it literally looked like two people went at it in our bedroom, just like blah, 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 you know? That's crazy. So, yeah, it is, it is crazy. So it's like, sometimes you just have to accept the crazy, you know, yeah. you have to, there's no other explanation for it except for that. What's, what's that, uh, that saying when, uh, what is it? When you've exhausted all other, you know, reasoning, whatever the the result is 
Like, no matter how crazy it is, you have to entertain that that thought. Like, yeah. I, I cannot remember the name of this, the saying or who said it. Yeah. No, it's, it's razor. Yeah, it's a, it's exactly like that. It's exactly like that. You've tried to reason this away as much as possible, and now there's you can't. There's yeah. no physical way to explain what happened. So now you're just gonna have to accept the fact that you either both had a psychotic break, or, <laughs> right? Or or it was it was the Hat Man, and you were having a nice uh, a nice row over now, it. We t- we were talking about you. You just mentioned you know a shared experience i have one as well well tell me girl so this actually happened not that long ago this was i would say three maybe four years ago at most so i was asleep and granted i was having a nightmare i remember this nightmare this unfortunately is one i cannot forget um well I woke up and I kind of looked over and I saw my fiance staring at me. He was awake. And he's like, I, I don't want to like freak you out or scare you or anything, but when you were sleeping, I woke up and you were still asleep. And when I opened my eyes, there was this stick figure type man standing on your side of the bed with its arm extended and its hand over your head and when you woke up or when I guess when he woke up and looked at it it was like for a moment he saw it he rubbed his eyes and then it was gone so he's the one who saw it I didn't even see it this was all him that's creepy. He, he said it looked like a black Slenderman. That's creepy. Standing over my side of the bed with his arm extended over my head. Now, I don't know if he was feeding on a dream. He, If he was pushing the dream or what. But before, like, I woke up, my fiance woke up because he also had had a nightmare. So he woke up first, saw this slender man stick figure thing on my side of the bed, rubbed his eyes, it was gone. I woke up, told him about my nightmare. He told me about his and like, I don't know. It, it just, these shared things are just, there's something to it. It's not just, oh, people are crazy or whatever like this right this is a real thing it is a real thing it's a real thing don't think you're crazy and if you do think you're crazy you're the fun crazy okay it's okay to be crazy it's okay to be weird it's all right we're all a little crazy out here what is it the cheshire cat says we're all a little mad here (laughs) that's about right it is about right and speaking of thank you all so much for joining us tonight and listening to the old hag night hag from newfoundland and the 11 spoopy sleep disorders we appreciate you being here and listening to us and you can find us literally everywhere you have no excuse no excuse also huh 
Also, our um, our main page of all of our social medias is linked to our RSS, which then gets dispersed everywhere. So, if you would like to join like our Discord or if you mm -hmm. want to be a part of our community, Not you right can there. follow that link on Spotify, iHeartRadio, all those places. Uh, the link is there and you can join. Yep, because we're everywhere. We are everywhere. Like I said, you have no excuse. You can't <laughs> escape us because we are everywhere. Anyway, I'm sorry. I wanted to, that was a little creepy. Anyway, <laughs> so thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to join us on Friday nights for the Paranormal Umbrella with myself and Justina and our special voice actor that we have come on for our creepy pastas, Dylan. Um, this Friday, we were going to be talking about the, or reading the third installment on the uh, Dear Cryptid Hunters, Stay the Out of Our Woods. Um, and next Wednesday, our dear Kellick will be going on a lovely vacation. So Justina and I will be doing the PCPS. And we've got something fun and special for you next Wednesday. So you better log on and listen because we're going to be doing the Cryptid Roulette. Ooh. Yeah, just let that one seek in. It's going to be fun time. Fun time for everybody. And that following Friday on Paranormal Umbrella, we're also going to be talking about some more creepy stuff like exorcisms oh wow oh yeah we're going in the deep dive we're gonna go on the most influential the most talked about exorcisms of our time nice yeah so if you want to get in for the spooky come and join us at the paranormal umbrella and like Kellick said, you can literally find us everywhere spotify iHeartRadio, podvine pod addict uh, Google Podcasts. Yes, Google Podcasts. iTunes. iTunes Apple Podcasts. Yep. Uh, we're just, we're everywhere. Just, you know, and we're mobile too. So you can download it onto your phone and you can listen. And if you do happen to listen to an episode or you do happen to listen to us, hit the follow, hit the like, give us a five-star rating. Thank you so much. We appreciate it. It really helps us out. So we hope to see you on Friday and next week for another episode of PCPS. Have a good night, everyone. Bye.